evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Oh, it's been such a yummy, delicious two days in San Diego and all around the world. What a great time. I couldn't wait to get in here to share tonight's show with you guys. Whether you're watching and typing and commenting on Facebook Live or following on Twitter or just listening in your car, however you are coming at me, always an honor to share this time with you guys. I know you have a lot of choices on where you get your information and who you share your time with. And I'm glad you, you did a swipe to the right and chose to listen to the AK Show tonight. And you know who took took a swipe when he decided to, to be here every night with me in the studio? It's the man who keeps the show rolling every night. It's none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. No collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. Hey, no where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? <laughs> where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the collusion? I was loving that little jam, baby. That just got me up out of my seat dancing. Let me tell you, it was, it's been like a trifecta of fun this weekend. First, I watched my first March Madness basketball game. Yes, I did. I watched LSU, and what a game it was. It, I mean, is, Mar- is March Madness always that exciting? I had to turn the, I had to turn it off at seven minutes. I recorded it, um, you know, so I could watch the victory if it happened. But it was crazy. Yeah, Maryland had a, a run there at the end, like an 8-0 run, and they brought it, got it. Pretty close. They did. I was like, what is this? I mean, I watched my first March Madness basketball game of the LSU Tigers, and they about coughed up a, a lead. I thought, I better stop watching so I don't jinx it. It was like watching, it was like the Saints, you know, who I, I, they'd be up in like third quarter, and then I'd tune in and they'd lose. Uh, so they ended up being victorious, and I might become a, bas- a basketball fan after all. Then... The, the Mueller report dropped on Friday, but then Bill Barr issues his his summary of the report on Sunday. And man, talk about weeping. The, the Democrats, the left and the mainstream media, mainstream media who have been lying to Americans for two years, lying to America, knowing, along with not just the mainstream media, but we're talking about former intelligence officials. Like John Brennan, James Clapper, current Congress people like Adam Schiff, lying for two years, crying this weekend, literally crying, because Mueller was forced to report the truth that there was no thing, there was no collusion. It was all an illusion, baby. As uh, what's his name, uh, the attorney for uh, the defense attorney for OJ might say if he was here, Johnny Johnny, what was Cochran? Johnny Cochran. It's all an illusion. There was no collusion, right? Crying. Who does that? You know, as much as I detested Obama, I wasn't happy. The dude gave billions of dollars to an Iranian regime that's wanting to wipe us off the face of the earth. I wasn't happy with Obama and his role in this. His role in, in, in as, as Donald Trump so perfectly said over the weekend, this was an illegal takedown that failed. But I was happy to, to hear uh, Bob Barr's summary. We've got Sidney Powell who's going to be here in a little bit to answer some questions that I still have. Because, of course, Jim Comey tweeted out. He tweeted out, oh, got so many questions. Yeah, I got a lot of questions, particularly questions about how in the world we have you walking around instead of doing a perp walk, Mr. Jim Comey. Because had it not been for you leaking classified information, which is a crime, lying to Congress... On top of, I don't even have enough time to get into all the crimes that were committed that are well documented at this point. And the only question I have is, when when are we going to see some perp walks of Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, 
Brennan, Clapper. Mc, uh, did I say McCabe? There's two. Uh, Loretta Lynch. Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-mm-mm. Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah, I want to see him do a perp walk. And then, of course, the third win in the trifecta was to see Michael Avenatti have to do a perp walk. Not a perp walk in the, in, in the sense that he hasn't, he's, hasn't been taken off in a bus and locked behind bars, but he was arrested on charges of that he tried to extort $20 million out of Nike. Because he just did what he do. He did what he do. Because this is what the Democrats do. This is what the Democrats' attorneys do. This is the game plan of today. He went and said to them, look, I got experience. I'm the OG of destroying people personally and professionally and shaking them down for power. I did that with Kavanaugh. I did it with using Stormy Daniels, and I can do it against you. So he went and tried to extort 20 mil out of him, not realizing, because he ain't exactly the brightest, you know, bulb. He, he, he's like one of these new bad bulbs that don't don't light anything well, and they're hazardous if you break one of them. That's what he is. He ain't a bright bulb. He didn't realize Nike had already been working. Um, so I've got Sidney Powell who's going to be here in a little bit. So it has been a trifecta of win, but I, I did not celebrate National No Collusion Day like everybody else because there there is nothing to celebrate when the government of the United States of America has been for years going after people to criminalize their politics. There's nothing to be celebrated there. And it went from it went from collusion uh, to obstruction to um, Let's see. Then it became then it became about um, uh, first it was collusion. Then it was conspiracy. Then it was obstruction. Now that all that's been proven false, now it's he's unfit. Like I said, Friday, there was a reason why Comey came out Thursday and said it doesn't matter what's in the Mueller report. He's unfit. That's now the new mantra, which means we've come full circle because that's exactly where this started. Even Brennan has come out to say, well, after he spent for two and a half years, somebody who used his security clearances, used that that stature of being in the national security, having, having classified information for two and a half years, going to the world saying that he knew Trump was guilty and that Trump was going to face justice and having to admit now that it wasn't what he hoped it would be because every bit of this has been about the left deciding that he wasn't fit. In other words, the deep state deciding that our votes weren't good enough, that they had the right to decide who should be the president of the United States of America, and they wanted crooked Hillary. So they launched this entire coup attempt in order to try to set up an insurance policy in order that if she didn't win, if they weren't able to cover up her crimes enough and keep it and keep it hidden from the American people, because they saw the numbers, they saw the people that she wasn't trustworthy and they knew why. And they did their best to cover up for her, but they had to have an insurance policy if it didn't work. So uh, now the big thing that I saw shift is uh, about, well, there's this obstruction. He went, he, he's riding, why, why, why is Mueller riding the fence post, I'm, my words, why did he ride the fence post of obstruction? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. To me, it's pretty obvious why. I got to ask Sidney Powell here who wrote the book, License to Lie, about the Department of Justice. To me, it's pretty clear for why he did that. 
Because that's how that's how he the special prosecutor got appointed in the first place. Comey, who said that he was worried about obstruction of justice. So Mueller had to give him cover. Mother couldn't come out and say that he was completely exonerated there, too. Because look at look at how that leaves Comey out on a limb. He had to do that to provide cover for Comey. Then the big narrative is that there that's uh, that's where they're going to go next in terms of impeachment, I believe. Um, but they're also the other uh, kind of dueling narrative of the left now is that President Trump needs to uh, just appreciate that the rule of law. And I heard Lindsey Graham said this earlier. We can feel confident in the rule of law. Oh, no, 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 no. No, see, the, the establishment Republicans, even even the, the good guys like Lindsey Graham and others, now what they expect President Trump to do is what happened after Kavanaugh. After they used the same playbook to try to destroy Kavanaugh, the Senate, Senate Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, said, oh, well, we, now we can go back to the business at hand. No. This did not repair the reputation of the Department of Justice and the FBI. In fact, it, it only furthers to corroborate how completely corrupt and criminal, what a criminal enterprise it is. And I am not going to be like others in the conservative media to sit here today and hold up, well, it's just the, it, it's not the rank and file. I don't know how deep this goes. There were, there were 500 people interviewed with 19 attorneys. Thousands of subpoenas that could not be accomplished in just with just a few people at the top. This entire coup attempt, including planting spies, all of it, none of that could have been accomplished with just a few people at the top. I'm not saying it's all of them. We got FBI agents all over the country. But this is not the time for President Trump to be to be lectured to that he shouldn't be vindictive, that he should just go back uh, to. No, first of all, we're lucky that we got a president as tough as he is, because all the rest of them would have caved by now which is what he was supposed to do. Now he's supposed to just go on because they know he's a doer. They know he's a maker. They know that he wants success and they want him to just go on and pretend that this didn't happen, that all is good in Trump's world at this point, while they continue to try to do everything they can behind the scenes to launch an impeachment against him because every bit of this was about taking down Trump and we cannot allow that to happen. We must put pressure on Attorney General Barr to do the right thing. He doesn't even have to restart investigations. There's enough crimes that have been documented that all he's got to do is start getting some indictments going. If the FBI and the DOJ wants to even begin to attempt to repair their credibility as an institution, it must begin with indictments and prosecutions. And that has to include Jim Comey and it has to include Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton deleted, if nothing else, Go after her for the fact that it has been proven that she violated the Espionage Act. Judicial Watch just got another 700 pages of emails proving classified information. And get her on the 33,000 pieces of government property she deleted under subpoena. That she destroyed under subpoena. That's a felony. I'd be happy with that. You don't even have to go after Uranium One. You don't even have to do the Clinton Foundation. All of which we know was a pay-for-play scheme. We're going to take a break. We come back. I, I got Sidney Powell, author of the book License to Lie, going to be here to answer my question I've got about obstruction because I got a couple of legal questions here. And I'm not, I'm not a comma JD. I'm not an attorney. Um, so we will ask a real one, a former federal prosecutor, her thoughts on this when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E.
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
on April 5th. Don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, memo to me and DJ Carrot Sticks. Rethink the Norway cruise ship off the coast of Norway, <laughs> at least during wintertime. I don't know if you saw that footage, DJ Carrot Sticks. We're talking gnarly happenings on that cruise ship after their uh, engine failed. And I think the... the uh, Nor- um, that cruise line is like the Viking cruise line is supposed to be like the the top cruise line in the world. So I don't know. That's crazy. Scary. So anyway, um, back to the, as Snoop Dogg would say, back to the lecture at hand. We're talking the Mueller report. And I got a question that has to do with, uh, you know, like we all do. Comey says, oh, lots of questions. Well, yeah, I got a question and I had to, and I had to pose it to my gal, Sidney Powell, author of the book License to Lie, the book that really explained everything that was going on uh, long uh, in the early, long actually, she wrote the book before the Mueller investigation. She's also got a great website called Creeps on a Mission, because that's what this is all about. About. Hey, Sydney, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Andrea. Okay, so obstruction. Everybody's talking today. Why didn't Mueller go ahead and charge him with obstruction? And if not, why didn't he just keep his mouth shut? Well, because he wants to feed red meat to the, his buddies on, on the Democrat side that want to go for impeachment. It's obviously a political ploy because he clearly states that the report does not conclude that the president committed a crime. That's the end of the discussion right there. If he can't find the president committed a crime and he can't, then that's the end of it. There is no crime of obstruction committed by the president. He's completely vindicated and nothing else should have been said. Well, yeah, you know, he's, he's got to play politics with mm-hmm. it. And he's obviously trying to feed the impeachment narrative. Well, he knew that he was brought in to find something against Trump. That was what the goal was. If that wasn't the goal, he wouldn't have brought in Andrew Weissman, who you described so accurately in your book. I mean, we know what the end game was. I thought uh, the play was and the reason why he's he's straddling the fence post uh, is that he had to provide cover for Comey. He couldn't come out and say because Comey is the one who leaked classified information and broke the law and lied before Congress and uh, leaked to a, um, a friend of his who is in media, all admittedly to push Rosenstein to push the Department of Justice to hire a special prosecutor to investigate obstruction in the first place. And of course, you and I both know that there was never any basis for that because President Trump has the right to fire whoever the stinky wants. So, and Rod exactly. Rosenstein... And Rosenstein wrote the memo to Right, to right. That. But, is, but isn't that motivation for Mueller, though, to give Comey cover? Because Comey, he couldn't just... If he came out and said, there's absolutely nothing, there ain't no there there on obstruction, how does that look to Comey? Well, does that make Comey, Comey had, had said there was no there there on obstruction, that the president had the absolute right to fire him. And McCabe testified in front of Congress that nothing had been done to impede the investigation. And, and Barr and Mueller have said that there was nothing done to impede the investigation. Special counsel went wherever he wanted to go. So the whole thing is absolutely absurd, and it can only be for political reasons that Mueller decided to do this. 
So there is now the, the big fight is over releasing the entire report. There must be something that Mueller's got in there that he can hang his hat on in terms of not fully clearing President Trump to do exactly because because you're right. He's trying to give them red meat to, to continue this and to keep it going. And I'm thinking maybe it's public statements he made. But then Obama went and did an interview with 60 Minutes or somebody in the spring of 2016 in which he said Hillary Clinton didn't intend to do anything wrong. It was only a few pieces of classified information and basically wrote the script wrote the script for Comey's exoneration letter so if so how could it be any public statement that Trump made how could that be uh, obstruction if if Obama did the same thing but can you and oh by the way can you obstruct something that's not even a valid investigation to begin with well yeah that's another thing that Barr sort of addressed the fact that there was no underlying crime and the entire thing was made up. I mean, we really have to go back to the fact there was absolutely no basis for special counsel to be appointed in the first place. There was no valid investigation to obstruct. So the entire thing has been an absolute fraud perpetrated on the American people and the president of the United States. Nothing short of appalling. And the real investigation needs to start now Mm -hmm. of the people that made all this happen. Well, which corrupted the republic and the media and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Because we cannot let this stand. This we cannot allow the top law enforcement agency of this country and the Department of Justice continue to be weaponized. And this isn't the first case of it. The IRS was doing this under what that's what the IRS thing was all about. It was about uh, stifling. It was the it was. I think it was McCain's office himself who said that the goal was to, quote, financially ruin the Tea Party groups that were filing for nonprofit status. Now, it's a little bit different weaponization, but it's it's basically the same thing. We can, This is the kind of crap that happens in North Korea. We can't allow oh, this yeah, to Obama continue. literally weaponized and politicized every federal agency to accomplish his social agenda. Yeah, and we must put an end to it, which, of course, the left doesn't want. And that's why their big push today is to uh, lecture Trump on not being vindictive and not, you know, um, you know, not going after anybody involved and just saying, you know, bygones and moving on. My, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Um, McKay, uh, I think I was the only one that I saw mention Jeff Sessions yesterday. I, I tweeted out show of hands if you're glad that it's not Jeff Sessions this weekend dealing with this Mueller report coming in. I could be wrong. Um, Barr may end up not being any better than Jeff Sessions. Of course, we wouldn't have this in the first place if Jeff Sessions hadn't recused himself. Um, put, uh, put your hat on and tell us what you think might be different between Barr and Jeff Sessions in the handling of this report. Well, I mean, as, as honorable and, and good a man as I think Jeff Sessions was, the truth is he hadn't practiced law in 30 years. Barr is a real lawyer. You could tell that from his confirmation hearing where he actually discussed substantive legal issues unlike any attorney general confirmation hearing I've watched in recent years. Interesting. So that that was the first thing that impressed me favorably. And, you know, he's actually been litigating and and reading cases and and handling issues himself. And I think he's going to be very hands-on as attorney general. And I think the fact that he jumped on this immediately and spent his weekend dealing with it and got the letter out expeditiously is a good sign. Now, there's a lot of other information in there that has to be reviewed for compliance with the grand jury rule and grand jury secrecy and ongoing investigations. But as he said in the letter, he's going to proceed to review that and reveal as much of it as he can. 
Do you think that he will then shift as President Trump wants and as this country needs? If the FBI and the DOJ even has a shot at repairing the reputations, it must begin with those involved being prosecuted. And I'm talking Comey. I'm talking McCabe. Charges were recommended against McCabe back in April of 2018. He still hasn't been prosecuted. Dude's on a book tour. Page struck the rest of them. What confidence level do you have from what you've seen in your experience as a former federal prosecutor and what you know? You're like the expert on the, the DOJ. How much confidence do you have on, on Barr going forward and actually prosecuting? I am cautiously optimistic that the investigation will proceed. And, of course, we're still waiting on Horowitz's big uh, report on the FISA abuses. I think that's going to be very telling, too. And But he doesn't have grand jury power, so there's still a lot to be done in terms of unearthing all of it and getting to the bottom of it. But I have said consistently that we will not have the rule of law in this country or any confidence in the FBI or the Department of Justice until everybody who had a hand in this has been outed in more ways than one, Mm -hmm. publicly exposed and held accountable under the law for what they've done. Well, one thing that we can count on is Judicial Watch to getting a whole lot of uh, of for us that we have been not, you know, Everybody's talking about obstruction today. Let's talk about obstruction of justice in, since Trump took office at the Department of Justice, even under Jeff Sessions, with which with refusing to release documentation. Fortunately, Judicial Watch has gotten a lot released. One of the things that they tweeted out tonight is uh, they are reporting that the DOJ finally admitted last night that the FISA courts did uh, simply a rubber stamp on the FISA warrants. They never had a hearing, Sydney. Now we were told well, back when they the, usually. They don't usually have hearings. Don't they? See, I thought that when, when George W. Bush and the Republicans sold us on this Patriot Act, that they, that these FISA courts were supposed to be held to a higher standard to protect the rights of Americans. That meant that they were supposed to have hearings, not just and get information from these lawyers, including the lawyers being required to provide anything that's mitigating to the target. Well, yeah, they're supposed to do that, but they don't, and obviously they don't. And But no, the courts don't hold hearings. They're, the warrant application is permitted, and I mean, it's just given to them, and 99.9% of the time, they just sign it. Yeah, uh, I've been appalled at the conduct of the FISA court judges on these applications because they were smoke tied with bailing wire and none of them should have been signed at all. Yeah. And you know what? It's interesting. Uh, I was concerned why Rosenstein wasn't fired by Barr. But I think I read a tweet by you that explains it, because um, by keeping Rosenstein, Rosenstein had to put uh, it's kind of like keep keep your enemies close. And then it forced Rosenstein at this point to also sign his name to the fact that there was no collusion. Um, and then now uh, Judicial Watch is also sued to have all of his communications released. So Rosenstein might have been smart to, to after signing his name to these phony FISA warrants, he might have been smarter to keep himself out of it instead of puffing his chest out with, as the deputy AG overseeing this coup attempt. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the road. Final thoughts, Sydney? Yeah, well, Rosenstein admitted, too, that he he didn't actually read the FISA application, which I'd have fired his rear end for myself. I mean, the very idea of issuing a FISA application against an American citizen and not reading it. Mm-hmm. We can't even find out who actually wrote the thing. So right. far, everybody that signed it claimed they didn't even read it. That's right. Well, you know what, Jim Comey? Yeah, we got a lot of questions, and it all has to do with you dirty swamp rats and what you've been doing in the deep state. Sydney's book is 
uh, License to Lie, and her website is Creeps on a Mission. Get the book and read it, and go get yourself a T-shirt at CreepsOnAMission.com. Thank you for being here, Sydney. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Now, stay tuned because we've got, there's there's actual victims here. It's been a victory for Trump, but there's victims that have been in the wake of this Mueller investigation. And you will hear from one next. It's Dr. Jerome Corsi. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Picture what your life would be like with lower mortgage payments or the option to choose your monthly payments. Does that get your attention? Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Take control of your mortgage with Aramco Mortgage. They've got an exciting and simple opportunity for you to lower your monthly mortgage, access a cash-out refinance, or consolidate your debt, giving you more money every month and the stability, security, and peace of mind to enjoy your life. But you need to hurry. Current low rate and high home equity won't last forever. Call Aramco today, 800-411-8441, 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Whether you're purchasing a home, refinancing, or even buying an investment property, take advantage of Aramco's low rates and common sense financing. Call Aramco today before this opportunity is gone, 800-411-8441, 800-411-8441. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 0185. 36626 NMLS277316 Borrowers are responsible for property taxes and insurance. Not all borrowers qualify. Call for details. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men. From the network that brought you the Bible. There has been talk about Jesus. They say he's healing the sick comes the life of Jesus Christ. It's preaching is what concerns me. He's helping people. From those who knew him best. 
They are his followers. We've seen him do wondrous things. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus, his life. Tonight at 8 on History. As Californians, we know that an earthquake can strike at any time. Having a plan on what to do when the shaking starts is vital. The only thing better would be to also receive an alert that the shaking is coming. Earthquake experts and public safety officials in California are developing an earthquake early warning system. Even a few seconds of notice could allow you to take action. For more information on the future of earthquake early warning, go to calalerts.org. Sponsored by the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services, aired by the California Broadcasters. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. All right, so I have been saying since this Mueller investigation started that this is, whether you are Democrat or Republican, you need to understand for your own sake and for your future and that of your children and your grandchildren, that if the United States government gets allowed, gets away with becoming weaponized against people, people for politics, then there is no American that is safe. And this should cause great concern to every American, because this is not just about President Trump. This is about the future of our country. And even though Saturday was a win for President Trump and for many on his campaign, it actually did not come at it came at a great expense to many people who are left victimized in its wake, caught up in the in the snare of Mueller and his witch hunt. And their lives are permanently damages damaged. And one of those people is here to explain how it affected him and how he won. And it's none other than Dr. Jerome Corsi, author of the book Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Hi, Dr. Corsi. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, great to be back with you. Thank you very much. All right. So uh, you were one of the first people that I thought of when the news came out. First, uh, when the news came out that the, the report had dropped on Friday that there would be no indictments because that must have come as a, at a great relief to you. Um, and then I thought again, as more details came out, and uh, A.G. Barr issued his statement with some of the details. But uh, d- d- tell us what it was like for you. And did you know beforehand, were you given any kind of tip that there would be no indictments before the report dropped? No, I didn't know. I mean, uh, through last week, I thought I could be indicted. I thought maybe when the final report came out, it would include an indictment for me. Uh, you know, the um, I was I feel vindicated. I, I was tremendously relieved. It, but this is a horrible experience. And, uh, you know, I've I both written the book Silent No More to explain what happened. And I've got a federal lawsuit that we filed in U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C. for $350 million in damages filed it against Mueller and the Department of Justice. And it's called Corsi v. Mueller. That's the case. So I'm very angry about this and intending to uh, get some justice out of it before we're done. Every every American should be should be angry because, you know, we could all be in your shoes. In fact, many Americans, this isn't the first time, actually, that the U.S. government's been weaponized against people for their politics. We saw this happen with the Obama administration and the IRS, which uh, sought to, as we found out, even uh, in notes and emails, it came about that they literally said that they sought to financially ruin the Tea Party groups. And that's what this was about. That's what this entire Mueller witch hunt was about, was it was about 
personally and professionally ruining President Trump. And if they could ruin President Trump by ruining people like Dr. Corsi, like you, like Roger Stone, like uh, Mike Flynn, like Paul Manafort, like even Michael Cohen, that was really what the ultimate game was. And in the course, they didn't get to Trump, but that didn't mean they didn't ruin you guys in the process. Well, they acted like bullies. They tried to uh, bludgeon me. I mean, they they actually... Uh, were threatening. They gave me a plea deal. They said, if you don't read this script and plead that you, you know, committed this crime of lying to the FBI and the special prosecutor, I, I wouldn't do it. It was my first day's testimony when I'd forgotten some emails. Mueller's prosecutors allowed me to come back and amend that testimony. Say, you no, know, I found the emails and I looked at my 2016 emails and I was wrong. I you know, it was one email I had forgotten entirely where Roger Stone in July 2016 said, um, get somebody to see Assange. And I passed that on, forwarded it, the email to Ted Malik in London, who was my good friend, a uh, academic, brilliant academic in London. Uh, he never did go to see Assange, but anyway, I'd forgotten about that email. And so when I get this one count they want me to plead to, because they're so angry at me, it's the first day's unamended testimony. And I said, that's fraudulent. Mm-hmm. That testimony had been amended. I won't plead that I did that. Well, it, it, but most people would. Most people, when they're sitting there in a room, and I don't know how many people you were sitting there and you were facing, but you know, if it was just it, Mueller himself or if it was his team of 19, including that Andrew Weissman, I mean, these are guys that make Tessio and Clemenza look pleasant you know, coming out of the Corleone family. Right. I, you know, I, I can't imagine I would be so scared to death. And that's why most people, and that's why Mueller brought in this guy, Weissman, because they know that most people will crack. They know that in order to spare themselves and their families, the years and years and years of, I mean, you see what happened to Michael Flynn. He's been completely financially destroyed and he went ahead and pled guilty. But people will plead guilty to things that they didn't even do just to make the pain stop. Just to, to, to save themselves continued financial agony and that of their families. But you chose to stand up to them. And I think everybody in America today should be just completely amazed at your courage. Well, and also, I think it was, you know, it ruins the family. And my, my wife really made a key, key decision that she woke up one morning when I was trying to decide whether to take this plea deal or not. I mean, you know, they're saying you don't go to prison. If you don't do this, we're going to you know, cost you millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. They'll have a jury in Washington. You'll be convicted. You go to prison for the rest of your life. I'm 72 years old. Well, my wife woke up and said, I'd rather visit you in prison the rest of your life than have you not be the man I married. And so I said, well, that was all I needed to know. That was a turning point. I said, then I'm, I know I can't go in in front of God and judge and put my hand on a Bible and swear I committed a crime I didn't commit. So if Mueller wants to put me in jail for the rest of my life, let him go ahead and do it. Well, I, uh, I can't, like I said, I can't imagine that courage. You know, The Hill has an article out today, I think you retweeted it, in which they wrote that you, among uh, many people like George Papadopoulos and Roger Stone and others, deserved an apology. I think you deserve more than that. I think that we need to, there's many things I think that need to happen to make sure that, that uh, going forward to ensure that this never happens again in the United States of America. And I think one way in which that can happen is if people like yourself who find themselves on, the, uh, on this end of prosecutorial misconduct and on this end of malicious prosecution that you be not just have your legal fees paid but there should be some kind of punitive damages paid well that's why we filed this court suit against Mueller 
and it's why I wrote the book. I mean, you know, the the whole uh, Silent No More book shows you, uh, first person, I wrote it while this was happening. Mm-hmm. So you get to, you know, feel the nightmare go on and understand it. But the the, the point is, you know, with I made a moral decision. I would not, uh, I would not tell a lie to keep myself out of prison. You know, they basically wanted me to connect Roger Stone to Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. But I don't know Julian Assange. I've never had any communication with him. And in July 2016, my wife and I had our 25th wedding anniversary. We were in Italy with the family, and I figured out that Assange had Podesta's emails, and I knew they were going to drop in October, but no one told me. Mm-hmm. And the FBI wouldn't believe that I didn't have contact. They thought I was lying to them, trying to protect Roger Stone and, and Donald Trump. And I kept saying, you know, look, I, I'm not lying. I, I, you know, this is the truth. Well, they wouldn't believe it. Did they, did, they, did they think you were lying, or did they want to, to just bully you until you said something that met their narrative? They wanted me to meet the narrative. But they also, you know, part of the questioning, and if you read this book, they did all the psychological techniques, you know, mm-hmm. good cop, bad cop, answering the same question over and over and over again, asking questions where they pull out of this eight-inch thick binder of all the materials they had on me, an email that contradicted something I said that I forgot about. I mean, it, it was abusive. Yes. Wait a minute, I came in there to cooperate. I brought, I gave them voluntarily mm-hmm. my computers, my backup devices, my a cell phone, my, I, you know, all my email accounts. I gave them everything, and yet they treated me like a criminal. Because they, because they sought you a, a, as a criminal and sought to criminalize you, and, and, and this goes back to to you when you swift boated Carrie. I mean, th- there's a lot of people in this deep set, state that have had an axe to grind against you, Doctor Corsa, of uh, course, uh, long but that, that had n- nothing at all to do with Roger Stone or WikiLeaks. You know, Obama and uh, Valerie Jarrett said they got their enemies list and they're going they're going to make sure that there's payback. And this and this is why the American people need to really understand. Everybody needs to get your book and understand how this happened, how they targeted you and the tactics that they use. You know, one of the things, there was a couple things that uh, the the leftist media was using this weekend to start shifting the narrative back that this isn't over to try to continue to keep this going. One was that, well, if President Trump, it, it, they didn't want to accept the results of the Mueller report. So they were like, well, if, if Trump and his campaign and his people didn't do anything wrong, why did they lie? Why did they lie? Well, it's because people it will admit, innocent people will admit to lying just to make the pain stop in the interrogation. And that's one reason why it's so important that you didn't, because you've shown that because they were using other people copying to uh, admitting to lies, even like Flynn, who, who the FBI themselves didn't think lied. They're using that as a basis to try to keep, keep this going. So that's another reason why it's, I'm so grateful and America should be grateful to you for the fact that you didn't lie. Uh, to, to uh, you know, give them what they wanted. Um, but another uh, narrative that's been pushed that I want you to address is now they're saying, well, because Mueller came out and admitted there was no collusion, he's now restored the faith in the FBI and the DOJ. And I'm saying, oh, not so fast. There is in no way has the deep state. You also wrote a book called Killing the Deep State. In no way does this vindicate the deep state and the FBI and the DOJ and how corrupt they are. In fact, if anything else, it should reinforce that, Correct. Well, yeah, Mueller spent two years on something that wasn't a crime, and they didn't have a crime. But yet they were convinced Donald Trump was guilty and he was a traitor, and they were trying to find a crime. Uh, the 
the real criminals there are Hillary Clinton and John Podesta, who did collude with Russia, did accept millions of dollars in the reset selling military technology, U.S. military technology to Russia. That's been fully documented. That the, the, here's the, you know, how about Lisa Page and this Peter Strzok and McC- Andrew McCabe and the FBI and the, this FISA warrant. That's uh, my lawsuit. I specify. I think I was part of the FISA electronic surveillance illegally. The, the FBI seemed to know all my phone calls, mm-hmm. all my lawyers about my phone calls. Oh, remember, I mean, remember early on in the Trump administration, his presidency, when he said they all said he was a liar and crazy and a nut bar when he said that he was being wiretapped. Oh, I have no doubt that this deep state that's been data mining us for a long time, going back to when George W. Bush started it with the Patriot Act. I have absolutely zero doubt, Dr. Corsi, that they did not listen in on every one of your phone calls and all your emails. And that's why they were trying to, to dig and dig and try to break you and get you to to cop some plea deal because that's what it's this is not this should show every american that this has never been a search for the truth this was nothing more than an attempt to launch this was a coup attempt as president trump said on saturday this was a takedown an illegal takedown that failed but in the course of that they might not have taken down trump he might have had the money to pay all these legal bills but they have destroyed the lives of michael flynn jerome corsi george papadopoulos he well he may recover he only did 22 days in jail um but you know roger stone he's a criminal he's He's, yeah convicted criminal Convicted criminal. And for and for what? There's been absolutely nothing done. And now what they're going to try to do is try and the reason why Mueller left it open and weaseled his way around this obstruction of justice. Uh, well, refusing to say that it wasn't obstruction of justice. He couldn't reach any collusion. That's a bunch of crap. That's to try to, in my opinion, that's to try to give cover to James Comey, who was how this whole thing got started, because he committed crimes, Dr. Corsi, in the course of getting a, pres- a, a special prosecutor assigned because he's the one who leaked classified information to the media lied in front of congress and in the course of doing that got rosenstein to appoint a special prosecutor and got the obstruction thing uh, in investigation underway so that's why in my opinion that Mueller refused uh, to st- say definitively that there was no obstruction because he had to give cover to comey final thoughts well I, and, you know you're right my attorney uh said to me during this said look in your rear view mirror there's a lot of corpses of Democrats back there, Kerry, you know, Obama that you attacked, Hillary, and said, this is payback. They're trying to put you in prison because they want to silence you. And I believe that's correct. And this is, this is not justice in America. Uh, people need to read this uh, silent no more because if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. Yes. You know, they decide that they don't like Christianity anymore or they don't, they decide that, you know, you, you, you committed some kind of a thought crime. Look at what's going on in the universities. Mm-hmm. You know, these are, they want to criminalize anybody who did, there's no First Amendment for these people. No. And, and the Mueller investigation was a political investigation. It was politically driven. They criticized my religion. They criticized my books. And they wanted to put me in jail. I, I just wouldn't lie. And I, I wouldn't lie to stay out of jail. So I'm 72 years old, throw me in jail the rest of my life on some trumped-up charge, but I won't lie to save myself. How do we know, and I'm running well past time, DJ Carrot Sticks, I'll wrap it up. How do we know that they can't, you know, if President Trump loses in, in uh, which I don't think will happen in 2020, or that we lose, you know, the Senate in 20, how do we know that, ha- have they told you, okay, no further indictments, meaning um, your investigation has been closed? 
We, as, as far as, yes, it has been closed. Okay. They don't say that to you. Okay. But okay. it would be double jeopardy at this point, it I would believe, be. too. Yes, I, this is done. All right. And it was made clear it was done. And All right. It was abusive. And uh, it shouldn't have been done in the first place. No. And so what we need to do is, is hopefully your lawsuit's going to continue. And I, but I want, in addition to you to win that lawsuit, I want uh, our, our legislative branch to provide legislation that makes it possible. Why is it that, you know, in, in civil courts or whatever, you know, we, we can have our attorney fees paid if somebody, you know, is litigious and, and you know, drags us into court unnecessarily. But we, can, we don't have any recourse against our government. It should be automatic that people like Dr. Corsi have their... Their, their attorney fees paid when they're on the receiving end of a malicious, malicious, malicious prosecution. But also everybody needs to get Dr. Corsi's book, Silent No More, How I Became a, a, a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt, because everybody needs to understand. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. This is about America and the future of America, and we cannot let this happen to anybody again. Thank you so much for being here. You're a hero, and I know that the Hill th- thinks that you should get an apology. I don't think you're going to get it from anybody involved. Uh, but know that you are loved by Americans and appreciated. Well, God bless. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day, sir. Thank you. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. They're not going to be president. Never be president. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. There certainly were a lot of people saying Trump wouldn't be president. Talk about collusion with a capital C. Andrea Kay here. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to win a poster-sized expose from the Epic Times on Spygate, linking all the players in some of America's most powerful agencies that were against Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You must be a VIP club member to enter. For details, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. You know, I was driving to work this morning and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of that. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over a million six hundred thousand roofs. Many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started 59 bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933 or at petersondean.com. 
Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1050201 and 1050133. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. One of the perplexing things about the recent bribery for college admission scandal into prestigious schools is a question few are asking. Why even bother? Elite education in recent decades has seen double-digit price increases and at the same time moved from its mission of broadening minds towards narrowing them. So, higher price and lower quality. Seems like a bad deal. And that's not even counting the bribery premium and the risk of detection. All of this won't end until we end it. Conservatives and people of faith are keeping this nonsense going every time we insist on sending our kids to the quote-unquote best schools. They aren't the best schools any longer. They're just the most prestigious. And after scandals like this, it's not clear that they're even that any longer. The best schools are the schools which reinforce the Judeo-Christian worldview and Western civilization. They also have an added bonus. You don't have to bribe your way in. I'm Jerry Boyer. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Uh, before we wrap up here, there's a, a story. I'm not sure if it's made national headlines yet, but there was a mosque here in Escondido. Uh, that reportedly uh, was attacked. They're investigating it as a hate crime. Evidently what happened was uh, at services this weekend, I think uh, someone was outside trying to set the building ablaze, according to the city police. No one was injured in the fire, which marred the exterior. This is coming from the, uh, I guess it did make national news. This is coming from WAPO. Um, The worshipers inside were able to snuff out the flames with the fire extinguisher, so it really wasn't much of a blaze. The police um, scrubbed the outside of what was written, which I find interesting. So before um, some people could see what was written, but evidently, supposedly it indicated it had something to do with New Zealand. Um, I don't know that it did or didn't. Uh, Here's here's the tough spot that we're in. Thanks to Jesse Smollett. Thanks to uh, a a girl who said that her hijab had been yanked off of her head on a sub on, on a subway in New York. Thanks to a college student in Lafayette, Louisiana, who uh, was charged with a hoax, you know, hate crime hoax. Um, you know, really, with, with the amount of hoaxes that we've got, the Mueller investigation being the biggest hoax that has been perpetrated on the American people. In fact, this is like their Fire Island. The Mueller investigation is the Democrats' Fire Island. So if, forgive me for being suspicious at this point, but I'm ho- it's under investigation, and I wait the results because nobody's been... I, I, I'm, I'm suspicious as to why the the... Words, the graffiti that indicated it was about New Zealand was scrubbed and nobody's seen it. I'm, I'm now remembering a poop swastika at University of Missouri, which ended up being a hoax. What we do know is that three students were arrested in New Orleans because they tried to light the dorm room on fire of the Turning Point USA leader. A guy named Peyton. Peyton Layton. Peyton Lofton. Yeah, three students, two from Tulane and one from Brown. Tried to, they've been arrested, by the way. So this isn't a hoax. 
No, that's real deal. So you know what, Nancy Pelosi? Your hate speech resolution needs to be updated to involve those currently undergoing hate crimes, and that's conservatives in this country. We're going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific. Have a great night, everybody. Love you all.